Welcome. I hope you enjoy the conversation you're about to hear between me and another comedian regarding comedy and religion. These are conversations I'm calling disorganized religion. God bless, and for those atheists out there, may nothing await you after this life. Welcome to another episode of Disorganized Religion. I'm your host, as always, Seth Lawrence. I've got the beautiful disembodied voice of Travis Clyburn. Booty of Christ. <laughs> on the sound today. <laughs> and we are joined by the very mighty Amir Khalil. Ooh, yeah. Welcome. What's up, man? Thanks, Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you for coming on. This has been, uh, I think, in the works for a few weeks now. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad this finally yeah. worked out. This worked out good. Beautiful. So yeah. we... Uh, we talk about comedy, your okay. history with it, uh-huh. how you feel about it right now. Okay, sure. Politics. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we won't uh, talk yeah. about politics. And I then sh- religion. Any thoughts you have on that? Spirituality? Oh, you know, man. Your I background? Re- I really should have smoked before I came here. <laughs> 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 you need to get a little out of this world for this? Uh, yeah. Well, I've been on a roll lately with uh, with that stuff. So uh, but with, right now I'm very, I'm very sober. Uh-huh. The green stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All that money. Yeah. Ah. Rolling in it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. So what got you started in comedy? Um I uh uh okay. <laughs> I had to really think back on this one. <laughs> How long have you been doing it? Like a deep reflection. I think like I think I've been doing it six years. Okay. I think. I lost track because um, the, the origin started when I was uh, still in a musician, full-time musician. Uh-huh. I had, uh, just started my band, the sweet, sweet laxatives, <laughs> sweet, sweet <laughs> laxatives. What genre of music was this? Um, Punk it rock? was, um, it was more like, uh, we had some rock, we had some R and B, we had uh-huh. some funk and we would alternate and mash all those together. And, and I had a few songs that were like, you know, crude comedy stuff. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Fun. That, that was where my comedy started. So I tried to make the crowd laugh with, with the music with the songs. Yeah. 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 And then, um, and then that fell apart and then I was kind of lost for a while. And then, yeah, I took a, uh, a free comedy class. Okay. And then, um, uh, where, where did you take the comedy class? Greg Dean. Greg Dean. Have you heard of was him? Was it here in LA? Yeah. He's in Santa Monica. At the oh, time. okay. And uh, he was just—he uh, just gives you like an hour pitch, basically, at the uh-huh. free class. And um, I was always fascinated with stand-up comedy, so I just asked him. I was like, "Hey, man, what if you're not like born really funny? Can you get funny? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what if you're like a little funny? Can you learn to be funnier?" Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, absolutely." <laughs> how much you want to spend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, how much money you got <laughs> for five hundred dollars? You can be as funny as I make you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So you took his class after the pitch, mm-hmm. and he lied to you. No, I'm just kidding. I, I st- yeah, I became a total hack for sure. about a good year. And Is that really what you felt like? I didn't realize. I was now a that hack. you're looking back, yeah, looking back, I, I was hella hack because okay. you know, I was just starting out, you know, and they were just helping me get on my feet with jokes. Yeah. So when you say hack, what do you mean? Because I feel um, like that's something like, that's thrown around. A lot of puns, a lot of easy jokes, a lot of easy. Dirty jokes. When you first start, it's also hard not to know what's been done a million times. Yeah. Right, right. Whenever I get new comics in here and they just open up with like a Trump joke, I'm like, bro, been done. Please. Yeah. yeah. Please and better. On. And better. Yeah, and better than you ever could do. <laughs> <laughs> so do you look at Trump jokes as being hacky at this point? Trump is like, uh, I treat Trump like Voldemort and Harry Potter. Like, don't oh, fucking say his name. Interesting. Like, just <laughs> do you feel like it's Trump or, or, or hacky here in LA? Or. If you went yeah. to Trump country and did a Trump joke, would that be hacky there? They throw a brick at you. I've seen it done. I mean, um, if you did it well, right? I've seen it done in Arizona. Uh, yeah. Steve Burns. Because you do the road a lot. I do. I, I wish I did a lot. I try. Yeah. Um, on the road with this sexy man, by Yeah, the way. we've done yeah, the road. You we guys a good did time. an improv musical comedy yeah, tour, right? Yeah, we did uh, for El Paso. A one-city uh, week-long tour. Yeah, yeah. one-city yeah. week-long tour. <laughs> Still, though. World tour, El Paso. <laughs> 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 you, you see all kinds in El Paso, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Trump stuff. Like I saw Steve Burns tell Trump jokes, but it was more like, uh, like how, how wacky he is, you know. But he's so uh, lovable, wacky. Yeah. So yeah. that's you get to so that. The line. crowd was like, yeah, yeah, they all yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, interesting. All but right, here, so you f- here you get like super anti-aggressive Trump jokes yeah, that's that what are saying. now just hack. Like, cause yeah. It's, like, yeah, no shit you don't like. And we live in right, LA. Right, no one likes him. So it's yeah. almost pandering at that point. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Or a Trump impression. That's painful. Oh, sure, sure. 
Yeah. All right. So so after that year, what changed for you? Um. All right. So I was just taking classes, just dabbling. I was miserable in my day job, and I just felt like something. I had to find like some passion in my life because I wasn't doing music. Uh huh. I was just going to work. I was going home, drinking whiskey, smoking cigarettes, barbecuing, smashing hoes, and like. <laughs> and that I, I mean, most people like yeah. Travis is already jealous right now. Well, that was <laughs> I, that was the, I, that was the lifestyle that I I that was my escape from being miserable. With, oh sure, with not having any like creative passion to pursue. Right, and and also just freshly giving up on my music dreams. You, so you with that band with Sweet Sweet Laxatives, yeah. Yeah. that was it for you. You're like well, I'm never going to do this. Uh, it was more just like I'm never going to try to put together a band uh-huh. and pursue this, per, trying to be a rock star or whatever. Yeah. I was a hired gun. I was a studio musician and all that stuff. Yeah. I was just like, uh, I'll just, I'm going to take a break, and then I'm going to try to figure out what else there is. Interesting. And okay. then comedy was the one that got me. Yeah. And so about after about eight months of dabbling in classes, I just started hitting open mics every day, and then that's when I realized you don't need classes. Oh. Yeah. Like just so I just hit the mics like crazy and I saw myself improve from there. Interesting. Quickly, yeah. So what are your thoughts? Like, do you think a lot of people that you see at open mics now and shows now would benefit from a class, or do you think? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, do classes help everybody, or they only help so much? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's different classes for different things. So if you like me, I was so scared to do stand up. I just needed something to help me get my toes in the water. Right. Yeah. Sure. And that's it served its purpose and then once I got, you know, brave enough, I was like, okay, I don't need the training wheels anymore. Uh-huh. Uh but then they also have classes, you know, for like character development, for, you know, for for monologue writing, all different yeah. kinds of things. So if you need help with that, then yeah, go ahead take a class on it, but if uh, if if you're still in classes and you're like a few years in the class, <laughs> the same teacher probably not. Yeah, you, you <laughs> might want to branch out. You know. Yeah, sure. So yeah, gotcha. All right. So uh, you've been doing it six years. So after the first year, what changed? What changed for you? Because you, you said you felt like you were being hacky for that first year. Well, yeah. I um, what the the moment I realized I was hacky was when somebody told me to my face I was a hack. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> Why? Yeah, I didn't realize I was <laughs> so happy, but like two things happened. One, yeah. a comic I respected walked out on me on an open mic. Oh, while I was on stage, I was telling. And it wasn't like he's just going out to get a smoke. He like made no, eye he, contact with he, you and was like, so, he was just shaking his head like, oh, you're better than that, Amir. Oh wow, and he walked out right. Yeah, I was, you I was feel that really dirty genital jokes. Sure, and uh, the best kind. Yeah, and then I walked outside. And I was like, hey man. That was some of my A material. What's wrong with you? What's your problem? Sure. And what'd he say? And he's like, no, he's like, it's come not, on, dude. man. He's like, come on, man. You're, you're so much better than that. And I was like, no, nah, this stuff works, though. He's like, okay, whatever, man. Mm. And so that was the first thing. But then, I, then that that led me to a, a feature gig in Sacramento, where it was my first weekend feature. Oh wow! And I was really excited. I was almost two years in at this point. I couldn't yeah. believe I had this gig. I was like, wow, this is where comedy goes. Yeah. And I did 25 minutes of hack. Wow. And I I thought I was crushing, you know, people were laughing. I was getting flicked off here and there. <laughs> and then uh and then the guest spot yeah. was like uh the next day he was like, Hey man, you know you're hack, right? You know you're hacky, right? Wow. And I was like, wait, what, what, what I was like, wait, I got all offended. He's like he's like, Look, man, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but I'm just you know, we're all hacky, but you know, I just want you to know you're hacky though. <laughs> 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 we're all bad, but you're worse. Yeah. Interesting. And, and then he got the headliner later on the next night to like give me a talk about being hacky and being dirty. And he was like, "Hey man, you don't have to be dirty. He's yeah. like, you can make people think dirty without saying it." You know, sure. I was very explicit, and I was I was so dirty, and he was squeaky clean. I was oh, and, and the booker didn't realize she booked a dirty comic to open oh, yeah. up for a clean headliner. Interesting. And but so you, you didn't know the headliner beforehand, or you did? Didn't know him. Okay. Uh, she she booked me off of a referral from another guy. Uh-huh. And so she just assumed I guess I was clean and I Interesting. And she will not work with me again to this day. Wow. So No way. Sometimes you get opportunities too soon. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, I tell comics that all the time. Like, yeah. If you're not ready and some of these clubs will blacklist you forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah, it's been 4 years. I even went up you to her. You can't send her person. a new tape. I, I said hi to her in person in uh, Arizona yeah. last month at the festival. Yeah. She watched my set. I said, "Hey, I know it's been a while. It's been over four years. I've grown a lot as a comic. I would love to get a second chance and come back and show you I, I can do this clean. Yeah. Okay. 
And that's, she just kept and it short. She watched my set. She didn't say anything to me after my set. I emailed her, texted her, no love. Wow. Nothing. No response. She's Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That sucks, man. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, so it, it was, it's heartbreaking. It's hard to take that kind of rejection. Yeah. Especially when they just don't respond to you at all. Yeah, just but, no feedback is the worst. Yeah. So, But, you know, I just got to live with that. And just yeah. now I'm, I'm trying to be patient with my career. And, like, I feel like, you know, even though I'm not getting the spots I want now and as much road gigs as I want now, yeah. I'm just looking at it as like, all right, this is a time to prep. To get ready for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Build up build up all the material. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you change uh what did you change about your act? Other uh, than I dropped you know, just I being dropped less... my closing bit. Uh huh. First of all, that was like five minutes of, you know, genital stuff. Sure. <laughs> dropped all that. <laughs> yeah. Right away. Retired um, it. I went back to the lab. Uh as soon as I got back from Sacramento, I just started reworking all my jokes to be clean. Yeah. And I started talking about being clean to other comics and you know, they were like, oh, okay, whatever, you know, and then yeah. I was I was like, No, it's important and then I just I really started taking my joke writing more seriously and like, all right, I gotta sure. I gotta, I gotta type, this has gotta be more clever and this and that. Yeah. And so I just um uh and then just her just not responding to me also told me that like, all right, yeah. That maybe they, these guys were on to something. They they were right. They were trying to tell me the truth and it was just hard to hear. Yeah. And um and uh, hmm. so from there, I've uh, ever since then, I've I've struggled to be clean. I'm not all the way clean. Yeah. If you, if you see me out and about, but if you book me to be clean, I will be. Yeah. Um, and the idea just that you can be clean is such a big deal. Yeah. Right. You know I mean? Yeah. Getting two hours clean so you could go on cruise ships is like the hardest thing if you're oh. a new guy. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. You yeah. probably got that. You I don't know if I have two. I don't have two hours. Mm. I don't have two hours of anything. <laughs> <laughs> clean or not clean. But uh, no, we're working there. We're working on it. Okay. We're working on it. Sure. How many years are you? Two. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I'm just at two now. You're the demeanor of a guy that's been doing it longer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I have three kids. That's probably. Oh, you got the that, dad vibe. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. All the right. inherited authority. Yeah, I think I first met you when you were one year in and I thought you were so. doing at least three yeah. or four. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah it's too. just been uh, just been two now. So it's because you got clever writing. You don't. You well, don't, thank you. You don't write like a typical one, two year guy. Yeah. Well, and I've tried yeah. to work clean from the beginning. And so I was going to ask you about this. Sometimes with comics I talk to, there's this stigma about clean being not funny or being hacky in its own way. Sure. Right? I've heard that. Um, uh, comics that are experienced respect a good, clean joke. Yeah. You know, even Dice uh -huh. Clay could look at a guy and be like, that was a good, okay. clean joke. Yeah. You know? And then comics have been doing it a long time and they see guys that are super dirty. It starts to look hack. Interesting. It looks too easy because like when I see like uh, guys just throwing out all the D's and the P's and the yeah. C's. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, you know, come on. You're, you're, it feels like a crutch. Yeah. Almost. Sure. Like, sure. Where's the joke? You're just saying funny words. Right. But yeah. Where's, right. the, where's the cleverness? So Interesting. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Well, cool. So what, uh, what was your worst, uh, maybe other than the guy, you know, shaking his head, walking out? Okay. Or what the feature the and the guest, be, or the headliner and the guest being like, hey, you're hacking. A, a bad experience in open mic land for oh, you. a bad experience? Yeah. And then, we're and then I want to talk about all your good experiences. Okay. No, sure. Um, the first one that comes to mind is a guy threw a bottle at me. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> like at a bar show? It was at the other door uh, about a year ago, over a year ago now. Yeah. And, uh, Where's that? The other door. It's on Burbank and Coenga. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, in, in huh. Burbank. It's, it's a good little open mic. Uh, Kevin Anderson runs a good show over there. He's been doing it for years. Yeah. And, uh, and and if you go at that late night hour, which is like midnight, whatever, it's pretty bad. It's not a fun mic at that point. Oh, is that <laughs> no? At that point, like <laughs> everyone's left. Everybody's gone. It's just you and like three other guys. Yeah. Like, like waiting for their turn in the dark. Oh. So sure. What's the format? Is it five minutes? Yeah, it's five minutes. Uh -huh. It's like booked and raffle. So got it. Got it. Got it. Which could be rough. So I, yeah. uh, uh, Franklin. There's there's a couple sitting in the front table at the stages right here. Uh huh. Franklin is uh, going up and uh, he does. Franklin Yee. He's doing it. Yeah, Franklin Yee. Uh, he was also a clean comic. Yeah. Going up there doing a set and then the guy who looks like this dude. He's a short dude with uh, a musketeer's mustache and goatee <laughs> and long hair. Total weirdo. Starts heckling Franklin. Oh. He starts getting in Franklin's face like, hey, man, I'm just trying to make you funny. You want to fight about it? You want to fight? Okay, I'm, wow. I'm trying to help you out. All in Franklin's face. And Franklin's like, all right, come on, buddy. Just chill out. <laughs> just relax. Come on, man. It's not that big a deal. Just come on, man. Just chill out. 
And so the guy's like up and down on the stage doing this to Franklin for the whole five minutes. Yeah. I am livid. Like I'm about to run up there and just punch the shit out of this dude. But yeah. I'm just like, okay, I want to see, I want to let Frank handle this. And so then this guy goes up on stage. It turns out it's his first time. Him oh. and his girlfriend, they both take turns. They're no. faced off of, uh, what's that drink that makes you hallucinate? Absinthe. Yeah, face off of that. And so they, they, they're terrible. Yeah. Then, then I got to follow that. Yeah. And so instead of telling material, I just went up there and I just grabbed the mic. I looked at him and his girl. I was like, hey, man, you guys got to be the worst <laughs> Thing that's ever happened. <laughs> you suck. You're you have no jokes. You're a garbage person. You heckled my friend. I want to. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, "What?" <laughs> he gets up, grabs his bottle, throws it. He misses so bad. Yeah. It just shatters on the floor in front of me. He didn't even get close to me, but he tried. How big is the space? You know, he was there at that corner. Yeah. And, like so, he's made like five feet away from me, and he still wow. Missed. Still could hit yeah. you, Dave. Was he trying to hit you? Yeah. yeah. He was trying to hit just, me. He was out. But he, he was just out. yeah. He just he he's like what? And it just it just hit the floor <laughs> instead. And so I thought wow. I was like, all right, cool. It's game time. I'm about to mess this dude up. <laughs> sure. And, and sure. right when I was about to you know get it in, the bar back was this yoked out. Yeah. Uh, you know, angry white dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you could tell he was like something out of the Karate Kid on the He's Bad like, Squad. I knew you know? this was going to happen one day. <laughs> yeah. I've been training for this my whole life. <laughs> yeah. He sees the yeah. bottle shattered. He's like, game time. Nobody throws <laughs> bottles in my bar. <laughs> and immediately just tackles the dude. And they're wow. like tussling like a cartoon. Like, yeah. And they're going at it. And I'm trying to get over there and get like a punch. Thing, you know. <laughs> And so they they tussle wow. all the way out the bar, which is like about another thirty feet. They tussle the whole way out. Yeah. And then um and then the guy leaves him and his girlfriend, they're cursing and yelling. And of I'm course. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then that was and then that was the end of yeah. that. Yeah. And then um and then the that Mike uh, never let that story die ever since. Is that right? They keep referencing it? Yeah, they like to reference that, that story. Nice, it's one of those nice. things. So you're famous, really? Did you ever see those I'm people famous. again? That couple? Yeah. Yeah. Never. Never. I would like That's to. Best. I yeah. would. I wouldn't mind. I don't care. I don't want to hit the dude, but... Yeah, I mean, hopefully he's a better yeah, com- I would, comedian I, and individual, right? Um. Well, I don't think he's doing comedy, but... Yeah. Yeah, um, the, uh, there's a lot of one-timers that come in. But it's just yeah. like, I do this and I dare. And when they have like an attitude that's... The sure, worst. sure. Especially if they're drunk. Yeah. Then they can yeah. get all yeah. kinds of crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, what's, yeah, what look, were you going to say? I, well, I don't want to have to beat up anybody. I don't want to hurt nobody, but. You seem like a teddy bear kind I of am individual. I am. Yeah. I'm a very nice guy, but I am trained to kill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Got a certain set of skills. I, I, I train with Mike Muratori. He's a serial killer. Oh. Dude. Um, he, <laughs> uh, basically, we meet up at a park. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's like, "All right, step on their foot, chop them in the neck, give me my money." Uh-huh. And then that's and that's how we, I learned to fight. <laughs> so it's hard to fight someone who's on the ground already. Is what you're saying? <laughs> you say, "Stomp on their neck." Yeah. Oh my gosh! Just give him yeah. a little curb, curb stomp. Yeah, give him a curb stomp. He oh, teaches curb stomp me to, every time. Yeah. yeah. He teaches me to destroy his people's bodies and kill them. Yeah. Um, with what my fighting hands. style is it that he teaches you? Uh, I think it's murder Mike style. <laughs> it's because <laughs> I told Whatever him I, was, goes. I told him, look, man, I don't have stamina. I'm not here to dance around. Like, yeah. I need to end a fight within 20 seconds. Probably sure. lose my breath. You know. It's like go buy a gun. Yeah. So I was, I, that was one option, but I'm poor, so I can't <laughs> All buy right. guns. So. Uh, yeah, it, I still so want one. <laughs> if anybody has a deal they want to <laughs> make, I could use one. Oh man! But yeah, the other option is just you know, bam, 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 fights over. Right. You know, so like, it's basically very close combat. I'm probably gonna get hit, which is fine because I can you take, can take hit, it. Yeah. But I'm gonna be demolishing them from yeah. head to toe. Got it. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it one day. If you want to actually get in the ring? No, I don't want to get a ring. I just oh, want to. Just I just want to win fight. a bar fight. Oh, <laughs> okay. So that's why you keep doing these open mic shows at twelve. I threw a water bottle at a guy at this at this mic. That was funny. That was oh, hilarious. what? Oh, here? Travis was that's there. That's one of the. Here, I the fell under the table laughing. It wow. Was yeah, yeah we all fell out of our chairs. It was so funny. So why did you throw the hilarious. bottle at him? All right. Uh, best moment ever at the fourth <laughs> wall by far. Yeah. Oh, all right. bar none. This stoner dude who was brand new to comedy was on stage. Yeah. And he's boring the out of us. Yeah. And he goes, hey, there's, can somebody give me my water? 
It's and his sp- water was like right in front of me, his bottle. So I got it. I was like, yeah. So I grab it and I football chucked the <laughs> out of it. <laughs> I thought it was going to break through the wall. It hits the wall right by his head. Right here. Wow. Right? It just go bam. <laughs> and the wall shakes because you know how flimsy it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and a false like, wall. Oh! <laughs> And we all just, we all fall out laughing, ruined his whole set. <laughs> or made it. I think he said, yeah, can you throw me my yeah. water? Yeah, and you just took it the most literal. <laughs> I did. I didn't even try so to make funny. it so he could catch it. No, no. Dude, you beamed it. Oh, man. <laughs> so funny. That's oh, God. hilarious. I was willing to take any re- repercussions <laughs> off of that decade because it was just Come too good me, a dude. moment. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was amazing. That's funny. Yeah, so he learned his lesson. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I teach hard lessons here That's at the fourth right. wall. Yeah, so yeah. then other than the throwing the water bottle, yeah. what's what's one great moment you've had doing this? Uh, I've had two standing ovations. No kidding. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. I, the Where first, were those? The first one was in Bakersfield with 100 people in the room. Wow. That's so awesome. legit standing ovation. A legit standing ovation. I even got it on tape because I, I pulled out my oh. phone. I was like, this is happening. Look. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So, yeah, I'm not a liar. And that was with your five minutes of genitalia at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Then I would just you send uh, that back to everybody. It works. <laughs> I told you. Hey, yeah, Booker, last one limited. Look, <laughs> see, it is good. I swear. All right. Yeah, so the, no, That's this, is, awesome. this was about a year and a half ago, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah, probably a year and a half ago. So this is after I'd been grown for quite a while. Yeah. And then uh, it happened again a couple months ago in Fresno, and um, and that was that was uh, very validating. So wow, uh, that's great, man. When you destroy that hard and you're in that zone and that rhythm, yeah, and you can just feel like everything's just coming out of you, just just murder, and the crowd's just eating it up, and they they all think you're the next big Robin Williams and all of that course. stuff, and yep. then and then you they all stand up and give you those claps like hands in the air clapping they love you that's cool you know i sold a bunch of shirts afterwards yeah, yeah. Just, that I, I live for that and, that's great you know, that's that's yeah yeah congratulations i'm gonna have to take your word for it until it happens <laughs> for me but that's cool that's is this cool. your way trying to get on the road with me fine <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have to book you so Maybe. you can see it happen. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I'd love to witness it. I don't want to be a part of it personally. I just want to witness. All right, it. next fourth wall mic. Uh, yeah, there it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you could get open micers to stand up I know, with the right? standing O, the, the soulless people. <sighs> That's incredible. I don't think never I gotten a uh, standing O, but I've gotten an applause break in a mic, which is almost. Oh, that's pretty good. That's, almost. Yeah, that's about like a standing O. I mean, that counts. I'm that's counting a, it. That's about as much as comics give you. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'm counting oh. it. Yeah. A lot of the time, it's just like. Huh, to be fair, I was just talking funny. about comedy. Though. Oh, well, like, there you go. You know what I mean? I you got to know your crowd. Yeah, okay. you know the audience. audience. Yeah. Yeah. He knows his crowd. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, You're what drew off. you to stand up comedy? When you were searching for a good outlet, why? Why stand up comedy? Why'd you like? Uh, I've always liked being around funny people. Like all my good friends were really funny. Uh huh. And I always admired that, and I always wished I could be the funny guy. Yeah. You know, and I, and I was always kind of funny. But I also messed up a lot. Like, I got kicked out of a party once for being too raunchy and offensive. Oh, mm. interesting. And so I, like I wanted... Like taking the jokes too far? I was... I, I started showing girls porn on my phone, <laughs> and I thought that was funny for some reason. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I, was trying to right. show, I think I was trying to show them cake farts or something yeah. like that. And this but. was at a church party. Is <laughs> 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 at the bake sale <laughs> right after church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The munch and mingle. You think, do you think this cake is good? <laughs> Wait till you see cake farts. Okay. Oh my goodness! Unbelievable. Yeah, but I just wanted to work on myself personally. Yeah. Like and just become. I wanted to elevate my humor. Uh huh. And then, um, and then when uh, I learned that you could be funny, I was just like, okay. I I told myself I am not going to get obsessed with making it because uh, that was what made me quit music I gotta, oh this like i gotta be the rock star i, I gotta i gotta make it my yeah. whole life depends on me having a successful career right and that depressed the hell out of me to the point where i had to quit because it was too much i was i was ruining all my my relationships with my girls uh-huh and um was it because you were giving yourself a finite time clock in which to make kind it? of i was you know it was my 20s you know yeah. i was like i was like i gotta do this before i'm 28 you know? oh yeah and sure. then i was just like and then by i was 28 and I things were not going. They had no outlook. No, There's no opportunities on the table. I had yeah. been doing it over 10 years. And I was just like, I just don't understand. I was like, maybe this is not my natural path. And I was just mm. trying to get spiritual and just yeah. understand, like, maybe I just need to take a step back, stop being obsessed, 
and just figure it out. Yeah. And then so when I got into comedy, I was so excited to uh, get into it. I promised myself, um, don't let it determine uh, how I feel about my life. Just uh, right, like your self worth, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And that that also took me another year and a half to figure to learn too. I had to get therapy my first year. Sure. Uh, you know, it wasn't good therapy. It was just a a guy in a. <laughs> And it's Mike Mortori in a park. Yeah, it was yeah. like, hey, you got to step on their shoe <laughs> and you got to chop their neck. It was that yeah. guy. <laughs> Show no mercy. He's like, give me money. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was just the guy. Yeah. You know, it's 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 interesting. It's, it's Medicare, so you get what you get. Yeah. He wasn't, <laughs> sure. You know, he, I was like, you're a therapist, right? He's like, well, I'm more of a counselor. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I was like, that's fine. That's You're in network? Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can I just talk to you? And he's like, yeah, just go ahead and talk. <laughs> and so I would talk, and then he'd give me, like, basic advice. He's like, well, you know, maybe try to have more balance in your life. And uh, <laughs> Have you have you told your mom that you – maybe you should just talk to her. <laughs> do you think you might be gay? <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so uh, so he did tell me that more balance. And, uh, yeah. So and then that helped, and yeah, so it helped me deal with all the bombing and and the ups and downs of comedy when you're learning sure. and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, man, uh, uh, I try to remember that. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. All right. Uh, so you mentioned like the spirituality element uh, of trying to find balance and your path in life. So I'm wondering, what path were you on before? Like, what what is your spiritual background? Oh, that's a good question. Nobody's ever asked me this. Um, so we do here in or- disorganized. Yeah, we cool. try to figure this out. All right, yeah, man. I um, uh, I was, I come from. My dad is Arabic, but he was raised Catholic. Oh, my mom was also raised Christian, but she grew up in Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah. And the Mormons taught her to hate herself and oh. that she was <laughs> evil for being black. <laughs> Really? What? Yeah, black so people what? were considered evil by Mormons. No, uh, in the I mean 60s that's not to- well. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Close. Yeah, I'm close. Mormon. If yeah. you didn't know that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I thought you might be. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I gave off that vibe. <laughs> kind of got a little Mormon vibe. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. you know the history of Mormons. Like yeah, they, they, they didn't. They didn't treat black people well. Yeah, not great. Uh, back then. Yeah. Maybe better now. Are they better now? I hope so. Okay. I mean, I try to treat everybody nice. Yeah, we're here uh, together. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know you were black, but now I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I think the reason there was that stigma is because of the priesthood issue, right? That people of African descent could not hold the priesthood in the Mormon faith up until like 1975. Interesting. It was super, super late. Yeah, I don't know uh, all you guys' history, but I, yeah. I do know that my mom was... Uh, did not feel welcome. Uh, yeah, she didn't feel welcome yeah. growing up there. Yeah, that's um, really too bad. And so when she came out to California, yeah, um, she uh, met my dad. And yeah. uh, anyway, they were they weren't very religious. Uh, yeah. My dad's mom was. Did my, she grow up Mormon? No. Okay. Just no. I'm not sure what by the they, community. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of church she went to growing up. Uh huh. She didn't. Uh, their religions were not a huge factor in our household. Got it. It was more like when I started becoming like old enough to read certain books, my dad (laughs) started pushing spiritual books on. Oh, okay. Like Dan Millman, The Peaceful Warrior, Mm. uh, The Celestine Prophecy. Yeah. Stuff like that, like stuff that a kid could read and find entertaining because they were like adventure books Uh that had spiritual messages in it. Interesting. And they they were great. I loved it. Like dudes were like fighting and running from explosions. And it's like, so this is the way. Yeah. (laughs) And I learned a lot about, yeah. you know, God and life and how sure. to connect with uh, spirituality and stuff. So interesting. And in the meantime, I was going to uh, Catholic schools uh, uh-huh. from like sixth grade to like through high school on yeah. and off, on and off because I would get in and out. But so your parents were both Christian, though. They were both. I guess they were both raised Christian. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You could say that, and it's, which is not usual for uh, for Arab. Yeah, man, I was going to say. Christian. Is they that usually, why he? Where, where was he? Uh, uh, like where is he from? Uh, well, he's well, part of the Middle East. He's like s- second or third generation here in America. So, oh, okay. His background: he was in New York, came to L.A. with his family. His parents' uh, parent, uh huh, came from Lebanon, got a- it, and Syria. Yeah. So we have both of those countries. Heard of both of those? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Syria has, has yeah. a has a Turkey problem right now. Yeah, they do. They should have gone with chicken, but you know. <laughs> 
Uh, turkey's yeah, delicious. Too. It is good. Why are they more sleepy? Dry. The turkey people, the Turkish. Right? It's hot out more there. More tryptophan. Babe. I know, right? <laughs> they were serving turkey sandwiches at one of my last shows. You're like, and I was what are you like, doing? is this why you guys aren't laughing? <laughs> you guys are sleepy. I did do a Thanksgiving show once, and everyone was so sleepy. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, yeah, no yeah. You got to do the comedy before the feast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Everyone was like, yeah, fucking snoozing, man. Nice. We're on the gravy, huh? Oh, Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so you yeah. went to Catholic school as a kid, and I mean, have you ever been really religious, even though your parents didn't really seem to be, or did uh, you feel drawn thought, to some of that? I always thought, um, I always questioned the Bible stuff. Yeah, I just always thought it was kind of like, come on, man. Like, like I just parts I just, of the Bible, like including Jesus, or just like the Noah and the Ark part. Yeah, like that stuff, the Noah Ark stuff. Yeah, uh, the Moses the, burning bush stuff. The Jesus being, you know, born out of uh, virginity. Uh-huh. It just seemed like a story to me. So I was like, I don't know if this is real, but this is what our religion is. And yeah. I was a kid, so I didn't really know that, you know, what other religions believed. Right, right. But then, like, the, when I got into high school and then I read Malcolm X's book mm. and I uh, started, like, under you know, looking into other religions while I was in a christian school yeah it just kind of made me think like all right well people are just have different ways of connecting with god yeah and yeah. so this is one way yeah this is one way yeah. i i would prefer not to wake up every sunday morning to go to church <laughs> uh-huh and did you go to church as a kid or no um i went to uh occasionally my mom would take me to a, a church called agape huh and it's uh a uh spiritual science it's it's not Scientology. Yeah, Christian Science, a Christian Science. Kind of, yeah. Church. So th they welcome all religions. Oh, okay. And they basically talk about God and how God is everything, and we're all connected. And they sing really good songs. It's, it's more of a black church. Uh huh. Um, and like the songs were good. Yeah. And uh, it was a fun it was a fun experience. But I just, I just never really felt like I was a church person. So I did, I only get went like a few times a year with my mom. Yeah. And uh, that was my uh, connection with with church uh -huh. with that gotcha. the catholic church no like our my my junior high was catholic and our church services were boring as hell so i just i just like i don't want i don't want this the rest of my life i just yeah. knew i didn't want to be in this okay you know it's just something you had to deal with <laughs> while in school <laughs> while in school yeah. <laughs> yeah gotcha so do you identify with anything now or no, no i don't i yeah. um i don't even know what to call myself yeah i just uh i do pray uh -huh. um and I do want for things, and uh, I, I ask for things. Yeah. Um, so do you believe in a higher power? Yeah, I do. I gotcha. Do. I, absolutely. I, I believe that we're all connected to something. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's a guy with a video game controller. Sometimes. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But sure. But I'll talk to him anyways, and I'll be like, hey, look, man, it's time to get to the next level. <laughs> Can you give me the cheat you code? Know? Just yeah. use the cheat code. <laughs> yeah. I want to get out of here. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was like, but like. I feel like there's there's something where we are connected because like when you talk like me and you are here talking about somebody yeah they'll probably call you up tomorrow and be like hey man oh. it's, it's weird how like I heard you said something about me <laughs> <laughs> I watched your podcast <laughs> yeah but it's like it's yeah. weird how like we're all somewhat like, like Beetlejuice yeah. that's really what you're talking about exactly if Go you see pick that somebody movie. and said their names three times they'd appear <laughs> yeah. that's what you mean right. <laughs> uh, exactly. That's exactly what I was getting at. I missed that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, we're recording this at about Halloween time, so it's a it's an appropriate oh, yeah. reference. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you do believe we're all connected? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you? I mean, man. Except like, for the Scientology people, I'm they're sure they're, the <laughs> they're the others. They're not, they're Have not. you been confronted by them? I've been in their building. Oh, how was yeah. that? Um, Were they nice? It was creepy because the yeah. one in Hollywood has like an underground layer and you go through different levels. Have you guys seen this? No. 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 Yeah, so like uh, there was a Toastmasters event and my cousin was really trying to get me involved with Toastmasters. So I was like, oh. all right. So I went to one in Sherman Oaks. It was cool. And then yeah. there was one at the Scientology building. Also. So now what is the Toastmasters? It's basically people that wish they could do stand up comedy. Got it. Uh, yeah, so, that's what I've noticed. Yeah. Okay. They'll yeah. they'll go there and they'll come with prepared speeches and then they critique each other on how many times they say um and lie oh. and how articulate they are. Yeah. And, and how they're public humor speaking. Public and speaking and got it. It's uh yeah, it's super lame. <laughs> I uh, I try <laughs> 
I tried to get okay. involved to network because I was like, hey guys, oh. I'm a professional comedian. Maybe I can help y'all. Yeah. You know, but then I just Come take s- my class. Yeah. <laughs> Come take my class. But I couldn't sit through it, man. It was just was too- it that bad? It's just uh, how long are the speeches? How long are these sets? Like five minutes. Oh, okay. You know, and then like they Type have five. you like yeah. say something. Yeah. Yeah, and here and there. Yeah. Okay. You know, and then they're giving painful. each other awards. All that—that's what really like. You're giving uh, this dude an award? <laughs> he sucked. <laughs> My cousin Tommy is like a hundred first place awards. He thinks he's the best speech giver in the world right now. Yeah. Stop gassing each other up, man. Yeah. You know, learn to be a comic. <laughs> learn to be really funny. Get out there. Yeah. Do yeah. an open mic. See how much you really suck. <laughs> see what award you get yeah. at the end of that yeah, night. See your, yeah. <laughs> water bottle. That's what you're going to get. Yeah, water bottle. I'll throw this Gatorade <laughs> at you so fast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So when you pray, is it more like a meditation thing? Is it you're talking to an individual? Or, I talk out loud. Yeah. And when I walk my dog or um, um, sometimes uh, – before I go on stage, I'll pray a little bit. Sure. And um, sometimes when I'm laying in bed, I'll just I'll just think about stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, that's about it. Yeah. So yeah. afterlife, do you believe in an afterlife? Is there a heaven, hell, I don't reincarnation? Believe in a, no, I don't believe there's a heaven. All right. Um, little John Lennon over here, huh? Kind of. Yeah. I, uh, Imagine. I, I don't yeah. believe there's just a, a another land where everybody's Where everybody around. goes. Sure. Yeah, I, I I do. I feel more like there's like a reincarnation thing, uh-huh. you know, like because uh, like uh, energy is uh, usually it doesn't die; it just transfers to another medium. Uh huh. So I feel like, I do believe we have souls, uh, except for Travis. But uh, <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He sold his. He had it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he gave it away. It's in a gone. jar in German. <laughs> so that he could date Katie. That's what he sold it for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I really do. We have souls. I, we, we, yeah. we, we have to have a soul. Why? Yeah. Why do we have to? I, I mean, I agree with you, but. I, I do not. <laughs> 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 yeah, so for Travis's sake, what, what, uh, what's why? your thought process on why we have to have one? You know, uh, uh, our soul makes us unique, you know, because we all have almost all the same parts. Yeah. Um, but what. What lessons are we here to learn? And um, uh, my dad actually put this in my mind. So, and I believe it. Um, our souls are come back, and sometimes they don't come back. They go somewhere else. I don't know where they go, but mm. they come back to learn another lesson, or mm. some some lesson that they didn't learn the last time, or that they wa- or lesson that they they really want to learn. Yeah, and you don't get to know what it is. Yeah, or um, or maybe it's a lesson that you they just keep repeating the same patterns in life. You keep getting your heart broken. You keep winning or whatever it is. Yeah. You keep getting that lesson because that's what your soul came here to do. And then um, and then once you've learned it and you understand it, then it's your time's up. Gotcha. Yeah. So do people come back as people or do people come back as a dog, tree? I wonder that too. Um, I, I think it's possible because, uh, you know, if we're alive and uh, animals are alive. Yeah. And nature is alive. Yeah. Why wouldn't they have some souls type of soul? as well? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you think everything's connected, mm-hmm. then that would make sense. I mean, yeah. Mother Earth is alive to me. I have this whole bit about it. I'm not going to get into. Oh, I don't, sure. I don't, don't, burn don't burn it here. Don't burn it here. No, it's, don't burn it. It's not ruining my podcast. Yeah. It would be destroying that material. <laughs> you could never use it again. I would have yeah. exclusive rights. Yeah, you own it now. <laughs> but, but I do feel like Mother Earth is alive. Sure. You know? You know, she's really old, so she's got issues. Yeah. You know, she doesn't move the same. Yeah. Is that why it's so hot outside? Hot Menopause? flashes, bros. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that you makes sense. That makes this. sense to me. Yeah. It's not climate change. Yeah. <laughs> Menopause. Yeah. Menopause. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Huh. And, and so um, uh, I also have this theory. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's please do. I'm We're not the only planet that God loves. I love it. <laughs> you believe in aliens. Other life. Other people out there. I do believe that there's aliens out there. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, believe yeah. that there's, of course, that we're not the only ones. This is a huge universe. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you, man. You know? I'm with you there. Yeah. There's a bunch of planets right next to us. Yeah. Who knows what's going on up there? Yeah. You know? Maybe they have their own God or maybe we share the same God. Who knows? Right. 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 Dude, I'm, I'm with you. 
hundred <laughs> percent. I think the same thing. Mormons, Mormons believe in stuff like that, though. Yeah, absolutely. Because if we're really good, if we're really good at what we, you know, at our religion, then we get to be like God. That is, we get to make our own planets, have really? our own eternal babies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool, huh? Eternal <laughs> babies. You're a very critical person. How do you feel about? You know the fantasies of the Mormon religion. Does that like which fantasies? What do you mean? Like the one you just said. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like just like you guys have like a lot of strange beliefs. To <laughs> sure. Uh, like so, like the origins of the faith. You mean? Yeah, the origins of the strange. faith, the yep. other planet stuff. Like yeah. Now you being a comic and being a comic it makes you question everything, right? Yeah. Now I feel like you... I questioned things before, but yes, I know okay, what you're saying. So, yeah. so since you question Mormonism, <laughs> yeah, how do you come to terms with accepting it? Yeah, I think a lot of it is choice. Mm-hmm. To give you a short answer, you choose I, to believe it. Yeah. Okay. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, because it helps me be happy, honestly, and I feel like it makes me a better person. Is it because you grew up with it, it and it gives you comfort? I think there is yeah. a psychological aspect to it, right? Uh, you know, the childhood nostalgia, comfort. Sure. Um, but there have also been later experiences just in my life that I f- I feel like have shown me. Mm-hmm. That my faith is well placed. Okay. So, um, like, what? What's a good example that showed you? you have, it's I well mean, this might be a silly one, but uh, when when my wife and I were looking for, she was looking for a job. We were looking for homes. Once she got her position uh, out here in Los Angeles, yeah. Uh, I have a cousin that lives in a in a La Crescenta, which is where we were looking for a house. Okay. And uh, the people that we ended up buying our house from. Mm-hmm were super particular about who they were selling the house to. They were also members of the church, and they didn't like showing their house when they weren't there. So they had a realtor who helped, you know, abide, abode, abided. I don't know what, you know, abode. This is already sounding super racist, but go ahead. (laughs) We only like a certain kind of people. (laughs) They have have to be watched. Yeah. No, it's just (laughs) that they, they were that way. I'm not that way. They were that way. Yeah. But they're my people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they – but my point was that yeah. their house was on the market for about two weeks with, like, no offers. Yeah. And uh, we made an offer that was a little bit under what they were asking for. Mm-hmm. And once we made our offer, someone else came in with an offer. And they ended up going with our offer even though it was under both what they were asking and what this other party was offering. Yeah, because there are Mormons too. I, I think that was a big part of it. Okay. Uh, but we felt like that was a huge answer to our prayers. Yeah. To find a good spot. You're like, and this, it's been this great. This pays off, baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, we help man. our own. Uh, <laughs> no, but it works, you know. So that. Uh, yeah. But that's precisely my point. You know, I'm choosing to look at that as more a confirmation of my faith as yeah. opposed to just a mere coincidence, which it absolutely could be. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, I think it's a combination of both for you. Yeah. You know, so uh, it comes with benefits, like being in a fraternity. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get it. I think there's some importance to a uh, brotherhood, mm-hmm. right? Or a sisterhood. I mean, a theyhood, whatever. I, w- I would join something if it's something I really felt connected to. Yeah. But honestly, like, comedy takes up so much time. Yeah. You know? And no, I, it and does. I, and at the moment, I am a stepdad, and that also takes time. Yeah, it does. For you sure. Know. How many kids do you have? One. Yeah, that's all it takes. That's enough. Yeah, yeah. Boy <laughs> or girl? A girl, 10. Oh, wow. Nice. 10 years nice, old. Nice. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. You're getting into trouble times, though. Oh, man. Is it? I mean, has it uh, it's been difficult? There. She's in the fifth grade. Yeah. Uh, she's starting to uh, get in trouble. Yeah. Mm. Drama's setting in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so as long as she doesn't get pregnant. <laughs> I, hopefully you've got pregnant. a couple years still. Uh, I'd hope so. She's yeah. 10. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. But only a couple. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, let's talk about something. <laughs> let's do it. Travis. Let's not, let's not put this into existence. <laughs> Travis, why do we not have souls? I'm curious about this reasoning here. I, we're just bags of meat and chemicals, man. That's it. Meat, it's chemicals, and electricity, yeah. Man. It seems Man. bleak. That to I'm me aware. Is, it is depressing. There's also there's absolutely no evidence that souls are a thing. None whatsoever. Zero. Anecdotal. You're not counting anecdotal. No. 
I'm not counting anytime someone says like, and then I saw a spirit leave yeah. his body. I'm like, yeah. that guy's lying to everyone's face. <laughs> the, you know the okay, you know or the he doll just hallucinated, yeah, and or, misinterpreted. Also, memories are bull- brains no. don't form memories very well. Like, yeah, to the point where scientifically, like uh, eyewitness testimony yeah. has to be corroborated by almost three people. And even then, and even then, people have been exonerated yeah. on DNA evidence because it's heavily influenced. Yeah, but okay, you know the doll Annabelle that they made a movie about it. They uh-huh. made a couple movies about her. Only one dude named Roy ever saw that doll do anything. Yeah, Roy, guy named Roy. Maybe <laughs> it's based off a true story. It's based off. He says one it's based off a true story. <laughs> one guy. <laughs> Thanks, Roy. Kept telling people he was the only guy who ever saw it move, the only guy who ever saw yeah. it do anything. And he's rich as hell now. And yeah. <laughs> and Roy is full I mean, of I dolls move too. <laughs> Where's my contract? <laughs> right. And it what happened? Write See, that what, experience down. What really helped Roy out, really solidified it, was a, a priest had come to bless the doll or do whatever, put it in a cage, okay. it could escape because it was possessed by the devil. Sure. Unquote. Of course. So the devil's here on earth in a Raggedy Ann doll body. Fun fact. Yeah. Uh, and then he wrecked his car and he died on the way after doing that. And they were like, oh, clearly the devil oh, made the sure. car wreck. Maybe the priest driver maybe so or maybe, maybe the devil did it maybe he got drunk at the fourth wall yeah, yeah. and then decided <laughs> to end it all <laughs> after bombing at the fourth wall <laughs> i just here's why i don't think souls are a thing also like as far as personalities and like are they define your personality because yeah. you can do stuff or things can happen to you physically that will violently alter your personality sure you can fall out of a tree yeah. And hit your head. Yeah. And your soul won't shine through because now you're mentally handicapped. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the soul's still there. Is it, though? Yeah. Does it have any ability to affect who you are? The soul? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then what does it matter you're if you fall out about... of a tree and you break the body? Well, yeah, but you're... T- yeah. Okay, so my... I guess let's define first what you mean by soul. Yeah. So I what I mean by soul is this... Like eternal essence, right? This energy like that I think you're talking about, right? Maybe, yeah. Spirit yeah. and body, that yeah. is our soul. It's connected. That's what okay. I mean. But I don't know. That's not everybody's interpretation of the word soul. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm not smart enough to uh, really <laughs> explain all this. But sure, you are. Um, I, I think I think both of you guys do have points. Like I, like when somebody loses their mind or they're clinically insane or. Um, yeah, their brains aren't working anymore. Like Travis was mentioning, it's, maybe <laughs> I thought you were just going to end it with like Travis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just Earth Travis. <laughs> maybe it's possible that the soul leaves early, but the brain and the body still function. Mm. You know, so I, I mean, anything could be possible. Um, but like, just like you, I choose to believe we have a soul because um, uh, I, I feel like if you, when you, you could attract things into your life. And I think that's because of the mind and soul combining yeah. at the same time, you know. And like whether it's negative or positive stuff you attract in your life, it's right. it's it's your own doing, right? You know, sort and of karma. Yeah, and right? and chemicals and meat don't really make that connection work <laughs> for me. With, you yeah, know, that, it does feel empty, Travis. Because we are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. I said, I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> See, that's the thing also that, that I, I get why no one would want to believe what I believe. Or, sure. Or, you know, or sure. just like everything has to be factual. Everything has to be blah, blah, blah. Because it is very sad. Sure. Well, if, it can if, be. Yeah. Like if reality is actually just scientific and everything's pretty cut and dry, then yeah. then then I can see why a lot of people wouldn't. I think there's any meaning to existence. Like sure. If everything's an accident, everything's chaotic, neutral, everything's just kind of, you know, yeah. is what it is, then what's the point of life? But I don't need a purpose to keep doing this, if that right. makes any yeah, sense. Yeah. Well, you know some people I mean? I've talked to find it very liberating that there's not some... Yeah, know, I was. Scorecard I had a lot of anxiety tally. as a kid, constantly, yeah. that some magic sky dude was watching me do every single thing, right. and it would freak me the f- out to the point where, like, like I, I damn near developed a heart condition of just, <gasps> just yeah. always freaking out. Yeah, you know, and having crazy parents didn't help. Well, either. sure. And I mean, honestly, regardless of what you believe, he is out there. So he's absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I see Sorry. why I, <laughs> Travis is traumatized. Yeah, from childhood. From, I would not want to believe in God if I was. Yeah, taught God was like that yeah 
It's yeah. very vindictive. And that I, is I the think problem truth to that. with teaching kids like really cr- like certain religions. strict religions yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Yes, yeah. yes. Like I think telling your your kid there's a creator or there's a god or rela- raising them with a set of ideals that your church brings that's fine. But right when but it, when it comes to repression, yeah, especially like masturbating. Yeah, like mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so don't take away my master. I mean, I don't think I had any <laughs> issues with that. It's just I don't know. It was some. Yeah, uh, maybe it's just a phrase your parents say when you're a kid, something that sticks in your head. Where like he's always watching you. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's comforting when it's Santa, but when it's yeah. God, something about okay. a fat man that brings me toys is fine. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. I never got with that. I always thought it was silly that somebody could be watching eight billion people. Yeah. At the same time, you know, and he cares about all of them equally or more so than the others. Yeah. I just, it just, that's, that's why I feel like, you know, it's more that we're connected than, sure. than there's one thing on top of us. And I love that because yeah. scientifically, we absolutely are. We're all made from four key elements. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes every single thing that exists on yeah. this planet. Four. Four elements. That's it. Makes yeah. everything. Weed, beer, or at least and are in almost everything. And, and spirit. Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> and the dick. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Where where can people find you, Amir? I've loved this conversation. Yeah, this I could is, talk to you fun. for forever. Yeah, is, are we at the end now? I think so. We've hit oh, wow. almost an hour, right? Almost. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This went by so fast. This, this was went, great. This went great. It was a great podcast. Man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad this finally worked oh, out. Thank you. It was beautiful. Anything you want to plug? Anything you got coming on? This will probably come out in like two weeks. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, guys, uh, I have shows all the time. Uh, sometimes I'm, I'm on the road near you. Uh, mm. If you want to know where I'm going to be, uh, it's all on my calendar on my website called AmirTheAMiracle.com. Uh, check me out. Hit me up on Instagram, please. I need followers, YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hit me up on all that stuff. Um, and, uh, and if you're in L.A., I run a Wednesday show at the Robin Hood British Pub every Wednesday. Um so you're welcome. It's a free show. You can dr- drop in comics. You can get up on stage. So come by. And uh, I also have a podcast called The Wings of Love with Travis oh, and Chris Rubio. I haven't been there in like a month. I'm sorry, but <laughs> we make I'm fun of back. we make fun of you not being there. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Every and we, we we have a new reason why you die every time uh, <laughs> that you're not there. That's great. It's a so, very fun podcast. It's a very fun. You're pod, doing music. Yeah. You're doing comedy. You're doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's it's the only musical comedy yep. improv that we, yep. we we read articles and we make songs about that off the dome yep. with instruments and lyrics. Yeah, so, yeah. it's very I'm impressive. The, by far the least talented person on it. These guys are great. It's a lot of fun to watch. Thank you. Very good. Sweet. And I'll put your uh, Instagram handle in the show notes so that great. no one's confused. They'll know great. where to find you. All all three of your followers. I hope. Yeah. Hopefully. Do you have Do you have people that watch this? There's there are about twenty. There are about oh, eighteen to twenty listeners right now. That's We're really working good. On actually, one's, on, one's in Canada. So bad. thank you. We've crossed the border to the north. Hey, oh, right. uh, in the north. Uh, in the north. In the north. <laughs> 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 it's a callback from a wings of yeah. love. Oh, oh, nice. In the north. <laughs> King of the north. <laughs> Excellent, guys. Uh, like us. Recommend us to your friends uh, and uh, have a great week. All right. Thank Bye. You.